My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 64. And today, the great Jay Burnham came through the studio, and we had a great time just catching up, talking about life, talking about being a creative and creating music and content. And we found out that the dude is a three-time world pun-off champ. What a legend. Yeah, we had a blast. So we would love it if you'd hit subscribe, give us five stars, uh, yeah, so let's roll. We'll be live in like 30 seconds. Okay. Or maybe less. Oh, no, we're live. Jay, we're live. We're live. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's going on? I'm oh, sorry, I thought we were just pointing to Facebook first. We're live. We're live. Let's do that on three. One, two, three. We're, we're live. live. Perfect. That was great. Hey. <laughs> You've officially used the board more than we have. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, man. I'm so probably. sorry. We used it a lot the first week and then after, sure. after reach for it. And Jared can't multitask. That's true. So the thought of Jared talking, controlling the computer, and touching that just... Yeah, I understand. Now I get you. Yeah, Jared was a... He's a textbook underthinker. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I love... Oh, crap. This is going to be on. No, he won't watch it. He doesn't even watch our podcast. Oh. He'll never see it. Really? No, he's I never watched say it. say whatever I want about Jared. He'll never know. Does anybody in the Van family... Uh, Justin might. Okay, never mind then. Yeah. I'll keep those. Jared does not because, uh, and he even edits it. And by edits it, I mean he just uploads it. Every now and then he'll just, yeah, I got you. Well, listen, I love Jared Van. I told him that yesterday. It's it's good to be back in Wichita Falls and be around people. I think he was out there that I heard him out. That wasn't him. Oh, okay. See, these headphones, you can hear everything. It's crazy. I can hear Katie talking about me across the building. Sometimes I'll just sit in here and just listen to her talk about me. Sure. It's a good. It's a really good. Thing I mean, for that's marriage. A, what I've always said about marriage is location always on. Always gotta have that phone location on. Yep. You check in every two minutes. Yep. Two minutes. Yep. You get to five, there's a problem. If you get five, you might. You could be anywhere. Yep. You could be in Aruba by in five minutes. Yep. Uh, uh, apps can do that for you now. Mm-hmm. Twenty nineteen. Yep. Lyft, Uber. You're gone. You're gone. You have no idea. No, not a clue. Yep. So yeah, every two minutes you need to be checking in. I like it. I like that you're. Being, it's kind of a big brother, yep. but like your your husband, like you're the husband as well. So How can she make a mistake if she never gets a chance? I mean, as long as you are there with her, it's Always. like the footprints in the sand. Yeah, when there was just one set of footprints, that's when I was in the next room, yeah. mic'd up. Yeah, listening to you. Yeah. I love it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it's helped our marriage a lot too, just because I can imagine. You know, even when I'll, she, I'll let her go out with her friends sometimes, and she, she just Facetimes me the whole time. <laughs> you know, so I just kind of all, just put she puts me in the front pocket. And then I just kind of see what's going on. <laughs> You're walking. Hey, stop there. Yeah. No, hold on. I've got great yogurt. She just wears one AirPod so that right. we can, st- I don't want everyone knowing that I'm there. Right. You know, yeah. you know, we're joking about this, which is, I mean, whatever. You got to know that there's freshmen in college that are doing that. <laughs> for sure. Have to be. Oh, for sure. Long distance relationships. That movie, Her with Joaquin Phoenix. Is yeah. probably, it's the exact same thing. It is. Not good. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not good. Yeah. No, How could you do anything else? I just, who is that? There's an episode of The Office where they do that, where Jim and Pam have the world's tiniest Bluetooth headset. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, that's not a sign of an unhealthy relationship. I mean, I, I appreciate them loving each other like they did. But I've, I've always been Team Roy from day one. Team, no, I'm just I was gonna, that hurt my heart a little bit. <laughs> I'm just joking. I was going to go with you because I feel like I'm supposed to, but that one hurt. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie like that. Okay. Hey, if you're listening, this is, sitting next to me is the great and powerful Jay Burnham. <laughs> powerful. I can uh, bench press uh, 46 pounds. And I've seen you hit a home run, home run derby. That takes some power. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I can I can hit a wiffle ball three or four miles. Yeah. Yeah. Actual baseball, only 400 feet. Well, well it depends on what, what kind of wood the bat's made out of, yeah. honestly. Hickory, I can get it there. but I'm only going aluminum. You're just, you're just using aluminum. Yeah, but okay. then I'm going to bat flip sure. a wood sure. bat. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, that's You can't bat flip aluminum. It's dangerous. Well, it's dangerous, and they ask you not to. Yeah, yeah. And you throw it out of the circle, you're out. Yeah, and you've yep. already set the pledge at that point, the yeah. YMCA pledge. So if you really are true to that pledge, you know, don't don't throw your bat. Don't throw your bat. What are we doing here, Logan? I, don't, I thought you came with a game plan. Oh, no, I have no idea. Oh. No, this is my first podcast. I'm Forever? Ever. That's an honor. I've For never been somebody as creative on, as you. I mean... I told you I've got podcast ideas. I just don't have the, the things to do it. Yeah. And so I mean, I'm I I am honored to be here. Well, I'm I'm honored you're here. Here's my first question for you because my least favorite question. Okay. I'm interested how you're going to answer it. So I want to I want you to tell people what you do. Okay. Or even because you do a lot of things through the okay. years you've been a creative in multiple ways. You've done like when someone asks like Jay, what do you do? Sure. How do you answer that question. Um. First, there's a little bit of this. You remembered where it was. Yeah. And then... Oh, that's a long one. It's a bad one. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. No, no. no I preloaded I, them wrong. No, you're fine. Okay. There's probably a, a phaser on there. Uh, what do I do? Um, I have made music for a very long time. Um, as very, very recently, uh, I've been more involved with a gathering of people, actually called The Gathering in Asheville, making music. Uh uh, gatherashville.org. It's a great, great uh, website if you want to check that out. Um, but man, I've, I try to make, I just try to create. I try to be creative in, in as many ways as possible. And I try to, um, just, I don't know. I, 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 cause I, I hate, I don't hate that question. I do. Um, I don't, I don't like the normal notions behind it. Yeah. Which is normally, what? what is your job? Yeah, what do you get paid to do? Yeah. Yep. I don't like that. I think we I think we have set these um, preset conversations to have with for the first, with yep. people for the first time. And that one's always one of them. What do you, what do you do? So what do you do, man? And so, uh, not that I'm the only one that has this train of thought. I know there are a lot of people, but I've always, I've been a believer for a long time. And what I do is I try to create and I like to make music. Yep. And then my job is I've worked in optical and optometry for a long time, making glasses and adjusting. But what I do is, and what I try to do is uh, live in constant fear of everything. Um, basically okay. kick and scream when I'm getting onto a plane. Okay. Um, and for the most part, just to like kind of trust the God that I, that I believe in that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Because with the third one, the first two are, you know, no big, yeah, or better, but you have oh. to go through one and two to get to three. Oh man. It's the worst. It's, it's, I am essentially uh bill Murray's character from what about Bob when it comes to planes <laughs> where I'm just like inching slowly, like baby steps onto a plane, but I'm getting better about it. Um, but yeah, what I do is I'm a, I, I, I just, <laughs> I'm not a content creator. I do. I have been watching a lot of vlogs lately, which I used to have a little shame in admitting that. I really don't anymore. It's, I yeah, really yeah. do get genuine, like, creative insight from it. Some of them. Yeah, yeah, But, uh, yeah, I like to create, and I, I probably invest too much in social media and try to get too many folks to like me on social media. Um, but, yeah, I just, I'm I, at the very base of it, I'm a writer. And I, I like to write and write yeah. jokes and write music. and. I think write. you should do more of it. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's... I, someone asked me today, I think it was, oh, 
it was Caitlin. She works here. She's married Braden. Okay. And uh, we're talking about you being on the podcast, and she said the first time I ever met Jay, it was at your house, and he was roasting you for having the cowboy hat on. I was wearing that cowboy hat that night. Yeah. Braden had bought me a cowboy hat. I don't uh-huh. remember anything you said, but I remember just like dying laughing. Huh. And uh, I think she's seen some of like your Instagram videos and or we've shown her stuff. The house I've, in Compton. No, no, no. I think it was my new house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You're like on, on the back porch. On Layton. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, uh, you were roasting me because Brayden bought me this cowboy hat and I was wearing it and you were just like, it's, uh, cowboy hat's probably something I should never wear. No, no, it's um, fine. It's, I mean, that was a, a different time. That was a different time in life for me. I, but that was my go-to, man. Like, you grow up as like the out of shape kid in high school. You got to have something ready to go. Yeah. And like, and then you're like, yeah, but also I'm in band and jazz band and choir and show choir. Like, you're like... You grow up just like the not coolest kid, like in the entire school, but you just gotta you gotta get ready to get. So I'm so sorry that I roasted you. First off, that's my love language, and Roast. I mean that with all sincerity. Right? No, no, no. And it, it's different for those of you who don't know. I've known Logan since Logan was in second grade. Yep. Uh, I played the first time I ever met Logan uh, was at Hamilton Park Tennis Center, uh, and it was uh, my father and I, Wendell. <laughs> he's not watching um but uh i don't think he knows i'm doing this <laughs> my dad and i uh were playing in like this dad and son tennis tournament and we played logan and his dad and we just got trounced and it was i mean anyway so i've known Logan for craig a long time. took it serious huh? craig i mean craig we won't say it here. i mean this is his building so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it respectful but he I, he some words he said i have tattooed on me <laughs> They scarred me, and they they drive me every day. It's funny because he has a picture of that match in his wall. <laughs> he has a picture of us walking off in shame to go get Brahms. Yeah, when we walk into uh, the meeting in the morning, we slap it on the door. <laughs> Play picture. like a champion today, yeah. <laughs> and it's you with a with a, a flat top, yeah. and you're holding a tennis racket. Yeah, and wearing Mickey Telton sweatbands. Amen. Hey, yeah. shout out Mick, lifelong fan. Yeah, he's a big listener to the podcast. Is too. he? Yep. Wow. Yep. That's cool. It is cool. Man, he's why, never called I, in, but he will. I mean. That's cool. That's anyway. You were saying roasting is one of my was low, I'm, I'm tr- but I'm trying to be more intentional and more positive with everything. Yeah, even Good in even in those digs that you can get with your friends. Yeah, yeah. And because I noticed, I said something someone today, and I said, "Man, I'm so sorry. That's so passive, so negative." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm working to be more proactive and positive with with anything. Yeah, yeah. With that, so. good for you, man. I think that's good. But I've always felt with you, your your wit and humor. And like roast or whatever. Yeah, you were you were also at the same time always really good about, um, you know, you'd have a, a group of friends that would get together, but you were always good about speaking also like life and truth. And a lot of people don't aren't good at that, like well, actually saying that. things you see in people. Yeah, and yeah you've yeah. always been good at that. Well, I, pre- I I appreciate that. I and I and I I learned a lot of that from our old boss Doug Doug Cartwright. Yeah, Doug, Doug was a guy that would would jab you, but he would encourage yep. the heck out of you for sure. Um, yeah, so I, so, uh, you know, and it's, and, 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 and I've, I've got a group of dudes around me in, in North Carolina right now that are, that are, uh, speaking that into me. Good. And so it, I can't help, but overflow that back out into you. So, um, anyway, back to what you were saying about writing, right? New music. Well, no, I mean, just in general, like I, I, I was telling them today, like, I have no idea how your, some of your stuff hasn't gone viral because some of your Instagram stories, <laughs> I have to like set it down. And like laugh for a little while before I can show someone else. Okay. Like you wow. just, I think your wit and I don't know how much time you spend on them. Uh, a lot of time. Okay. Like it doesn't seem that way. It seems like it's so natural. No, no, no. Well, and it's not like it's, it's, it's not like, like I have a list on my phone 
of something I'm like that's pretty funny like so I'll write that down and so I'll have something that we're ready to go but sometimes it takes some production value so I have yeah. an app that we can add I can video edit and it's just for and at that point where I'm it's it's like it, I walk a thin line between this is stupid like you're wasting time doing this but on the same token you are cre- like you are creating something and yeah. it makes you happy yeah. like and which is the original point right right it makes you laugh which or which I'm talking to myself um and so so I walk that line pretty often um and at that point it's just like how much do you really care about what if if one of your friends who thinks they're too cool and because we live in a very ir- irony culture like yep. a, a very irony driven like oh, I can't believe I like this like like guilty pleasure is a big thing yeah, right yeah. now like man ugh, sorry for liking this guys I'm like nah you can just like something man yeah just like it it's yeah. cool like if like I I discovered this playlist on Spotify called TikTok meme songs that's like a different language almost <laughs> for me but yeah. TikTok is an app I believe yes it is and I'm telling you man there are just songs in there I'll put on and I'm like this is a banger. Like this song slaps. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's good. Like, I'll, okay, I'll listen to this. Yeah. This is great. And I don't have to be like, hmm, sorry, I like this song. I should be like, no, I like this. And you can take that at face value or, and then you can judge me for it. And I don't care. Yeah. I've gotten to that point at, at my age, 32, where it's just like, I'm just going to like what I like. Yeah. And so, you know, getting, a song I memorized in the first day it came out, Old Town Road. Yeah. I about to say, I mean, obviously like the first day. I and mean, Katie's like, do you really like it? And I was like, no, no, I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it's great. I'll listen to it's it. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of those ones where it's like, oh, I can't believe this is getting big. But you, I mean, yeah, that's, God, that's the culture we're in, man. Yeah. Like it, it, you, all you need for a job is for one thing to blow up. Yep. And like, there are guys who are making money contracts with YouTube. And I mean, that get, or not with YouTube, but with like sponsored deals and things. Yep. And they started by, uh, by making like vines, six yep. second videos, yep. throwaway stuff. They have jobs now, <laughs> like great jobs, like fantastic jobs. And there's some, I, I see people every once in a while, like in a movie. About- I I saw one of I saw I remember I I saw one of them, one of the folks that used to run around on that app, in a Jack in the Box commercial the other day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yo, when you grow up in a town that doesn't have a Jack in the Box, which was which was me for a while. That one over there across the street from Panda Express didn't always exist. No. The one behind uh, Academy. Yep. We used to have to drive to Decatur to get Jack in the Box. Yep. We made Man, it now. We made it. Well, I mean, yeah. And so to see, like, I mean, that was, that was big. I was like, that's crazy. That started with a six-second video, and look where that person is. I know. That's nuts. Just creating content. Just creating content. We have, we have and, and I think part of that comes from... Um, creating content and identifying with content is we have become so to borrow a phrase from my dad who borrowed this from an author morbidly introspective about stuff where we mm. look at ourselves so much and i'm not saying this like everybody else like me too duh yeah those little memes that are like that moment when or like when you forget your homework it does it only we we, we want every we want every single um, thing and moment in our life to be so important. Yep. We seek validation so much yep. that anything that anyone else can relate with, like we'll, we can make, we can make it into something like we can make it profitable. Yep. That's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> I think, I think people just now for the first time ever 
you used to go hang out with people so that you knew other people were like you or they understood where you're coming right. from. And now you can do it from at two in the morning from your bedroom. Right. Right. You can post that meme so that other you're like, Oh, people get it. People are just like me. Right. And yeah. And it brings such a, it's, it's, it's a strange sense of, uh, self-validation that comes from it. And again, I'm the worst, like I'm the worst one. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm like, I'm kind of like opening my arms and saying, we're all like, yeah, yeah. I'm there with you. Like I get it. It's, it's just been such a, it's, it's such a weird shift in that. And some people call it laziness and some people call it, you know, like they don't have to like work as hard as we did. And I, I think that's, I mean, I think it's a fair argument, but also kind of put that to bed and just kind of let the culture, I mean, yeah. let the culture be what it is. I get it. Yeah. I, I, I understand that they're not sitting in a studio for 20 hours and there's not like a horn section coming into play. You know, they're, they're not working as hard as we used to, but also you tow that line of, you know, it brings somebody joy. Yeah. Um, I think it's a different work too, because, you know, maybe you can create stuff a little faster, but you're expected to get stuff out way faster. Yeah. You can't wait three years to put an album out. If you're going to do that all the time, you got to be putting stuff out all the time. Unless you are an artist where people will wait three years. And those artists at this point have proven that by you know, busting and, and working hard and making yeah. albums and uh and that you know, and that brings up the whole like people drop singles now and not CDs and that's a that's a whole nother podcast for another yeah. day. Are you still creating music? I am still creating music. I was actually right before I got here, I was working for working um on a song uh for for some folks back home. So I'm involved with the, the worship team at the church I go to back home, but then there's a little offshoot of that worship team that's starting to make music outside of that, cool. which I'm very excited about. I was I was never, I was never, uh, I never wanted to be in a band um, because I was always afraid to be a, 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 a band leader. You know, I was always afraid that I would come across too anal retentive or too uh, sticklery about mm-hmm. what, how I wanted the songs to sound. Um, and just because I, I, cause for a long time, if I wanted to record something, I could record any, all of it. I didn't need anybody to be in there with me. I could record drums and keys, whatever I needed. Um, what I have found as I get older is that I could do that, Yeah. but the song's going to sound better if someone who's better or more proficient at that thing can come in and do it for me. Yeah. When I first, you know, started using our buddy Ryan Roberts on songs, Yep. like, I was like, okay, this is a game. Like, this is a game changer. Or yeah. when I first outsourced drums for a song a couple of years ago that Ryan and I worked on, it was just like, okay, cool. I, I should have let I should have let go of this a long time ago because collaborative creativity is, you know, it's it's something that is it, it builds so much community in such a good way, and it's something we're kind of afraid of sometimes because. Yeah. Well, let you, what let you get like rid of some of that fear? Uh. Oh man, I don't know. I think maybe you wouldn't call it fear. It wasn't a fear. It was more of just like how it, things had always been. Um, and I, no, it was a fear for sure. It was fear because um, it was a personal wall that I felt I could never break down because I didn't want people to be mad at me. Because as a person who seeks validation, if someone's mad at you, they're not gonna. It's it, it's not very validating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't want arguments with close friends because. I never took the approach. I always wanted to make music with friends. There, there are guys that I know uh, that have started bands like through ads in the paper, and they're still a band today, and they've become friends through that. They weren't friends when they first yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. I've always been in ba- the bands I was in here was always with friends, always with uh, you know buds that I already knew. So it's that's that's always a delicate balance. And so this new 
project is a delicate balance and it's not my band by any means it's just five guys burgers and fries we're starting a franchise oh cool in nashville it's <laughs> a good idea yeah no um it's just five guys that wanted to make music um four of the guys are dads uh and so there's no plan to like tour it or anything like that um well really uh, we just want to make music and put it out um yeah. and, and there's it's just we've We've been listening to this podcast together uh, that that just kind of talks about guys that they get to a certain age and want to have a family, and so they don't have to go out on a national or international tour. Not that we do that anyway, but like we're just excited to make music together. Yeah, um, and so that's what we've been doing. I think that wall just finally came down when I realized um, that I couldn't do everything by myself. I, uh, when I left Wichita Falls. Um, which was in 2011 or 2011 or 12, 2012. After the second World Series, that's not important. Don't worry about that. Um, After the second baseball game thing that was really bad happened, um, we'll cut cut that out. We'll cut that. Cut that. Put that right there in the. Oh, that won't cut out of the live video though. Oh crud. Well, Um, uh, never mind. (laughs) We'll just, you must start over. <laughs> Let's we'll just start this. Run it back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I moved. Yeah. Wichita Falls. I had kind of worked and uh, had a moderate, not moderate. I mean, I just had folks that listened to my music here that enjoyed my music, which I was very thankful for. You had a cult following. Eh. No, you did. I did have a, I did start a cult, but that's a separate. Yeah. Which had a following, which was a cult following. Right. People loved your music. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, uh, that's cool. That's and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Like you would throw a house show, whatever. And pe- I, I think it was. I think you're an amazing artist, but I think your personality and everything that came with you, what people loved, and I think that it was a it was a big deal. I I have I've always been a firm believer in I I I have been blessed with of community of people that have that that to be in and a part of always and whatever yeah. that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, I owe any success or any, just it, the fact that, and you know, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to put this guy on blast. The fact that anyone listened to my music when I was making, when I was 19 years old, which was 13 years ago, which is crazy. It has everything to do with Ryan Roberts. Mm. Everything to do. When that kid was a freshman in high school, he single-handedly got people to come out and listen to my music. I'm not kidding. Like, and I've told him that before. I've told him that a thousand times. This, I didn't know that, but it surprises me none. Yeah. It, when he was, and that, he's got and a gift now, for it. He's got a gift for people. Yep. And he's got a gift for being around people. Yep. Um, and he, sur- he surrounded me with these kids that, I'm going to take that back. He surrounded me with these people that wanted to come and see me play. Yeah. Um, he, he, he brought, people to shows that I should not have been on. I was on a lot of metal and hardcore bills as a singer, songwriter, acoustic act, but you can only play so many at the hardback cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Entertain Mart. Did you see that place? Yet? Yeah. I want to talk about it. <laughs> They're just using the same bookshelves from Hastings. It's, it's Hastings. Same owners and everything. <laughs> oh, is it really? I don't know. I'm good for them. No, I have no idea. Harry Patterson. I'm yeah. <laughs> hey, he sponsors the show. Thanks for, thanks for sponsoring. Did him. he? I don't know. Oh, he probably did. He's a great guy. I saw he got the a, best. He got a new dealership out there on uh, two eighty seven. Yep, out there uh, way past like Bellevue and stuff. Goodness gracious, he's yeah. doing big things. I mean, he's 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 the best. He's a great guy. He's uh, the best. I've never met him, but he knows my dad, 
anyway great man that's how that's the that should be the motto of wichita falls i've never met him but he knows my dad <laughs> that's wichita. that's unfortunately been my uh professional career <laughs> feel like that's, people just be like oh yeah i know your dad it's like i mean it's hey, either good or bad it's <laughs> one or two it's normally good for when people say oh you're wendell's son yeah I'm like i love wendell. yeah i was like yeah everyone does man yeah join the club yeah we get it but um yeah, and so he he brought me back. He brought in just so many kids that I've just watched growing up, and now they have kids. You're one of those kids that, and the house show that I think you're referring to was one of the best nights of my life, and that was at the Wilson House. Yep. Yeah, and that was crazy. That yeah. was a that was a crazy thing that happened. That was a crazy phenomenon where where like that place just filled up, and I didn't expect it to the way it did, and it was. It was cool. Like, yeah, it was, it was cool, so much fun. It was so much fun, man. Was, people from all over. It was a sing along. Yeah, people were flying in from like Tokyo yeah. and like the Netherlands. It was, it was hard booking people. It was hard. I mean, there's only so many. There's only forty six bedrooms in the Wilson house. I've, I've never seen someone open for themselves either. Right. <laughs> you opened. You left. You came back. I, I did one more act. Came back and then yeah, headlined it. I pulled out. <laughs> I did see that happen one time. This Bill, really Bob, Billy Bob Thornton was playing in Abilene, Texas, uh, and he came out and played a set. And he, the, his band left. I was like, that's crazy. I thought he was like the closer. And then his band came out in different clothes and played <laughs> a different set. I, I respect like, that so I much. I mean, I, why not? I mean, he was, and he was like, every now and then he was, at, at one, <laughs> two things I remember about that show. Uh, he uh, he was like, I did a filmed a little movie out here, uh, Friday Night Lights. And I was like, it was one of the, was, uh, I'm a man. Oh, not I'm that 40. one. Sorry. That's close. That's close. It's, there's a cheering one on here as well. Uh, but anyway, the place went bonkers. And then at one point, there was like a six-minute musical break where he stopped singing and just started signing autographs. <laughs> of stuff. People were holding up merch and like <laughs> copies of the movie Friday Night Lights. He was yep, yep. handing it. And yeah. I was like, this is nuts. Were they paying him? Was he like collecting money too? I, I, he got paid because my butt, this band, the Rocket Boys, Austin, Texas, check them out. They're fantastic. They got booted from the bill. But they still had tickets to go because they were supposed to be playing. But they got booted for some opener like they didn't know about. For, or they got booted because he opened for himself. <laughs> yeah, that's why they got booted off this bill. <laughs> He's like, we, we need to do another set. We need more money for this tour, so yeah. we're going to play both slots. Because Billy Bob Thornton really hurting for money. Yeah. After, you never know. I, that's a good point. You know what? In this economy. Yeah. You, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Why would you bring an opener when you can open for yourself? That's what I was. I like say. to think that he did that in every town <laughs> too. He's like, "Hey, you, if you guys can provide an opener, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm I've gonna. Got, I've got an opener. Yeah, we're bringing our own opener. Yeah. One bus pulls up. <laughs> gotcha. We're gonna change clothes. It was. It was really. It was. It was. That was a cool night. But yeah, and uh, that was a cool night. And the <laughs> I was referring to the Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> show. And, yeah, and, and the Wilson, Wilson House. House show. But that all started because I've always been fortunate enough and blessed enough to have people that really like poured into me and cared about me and some more than others. And some have seen deeper, worse parts of me than others for sure. And they've continued to do that. And I think that's so crucial, Mm. uh, to, to, um, for, for any growth to happen, you need to have people that love you and care about you and pour into you. And Ryan's one of those dudes for me. And this town has been that town for me. So when I left Wichita Falls, to go to Austin, going back to your question about when that fear broke down, I, I moved to Austin, Texas, and I went from being a little bit of a bigger fish in a small pond in the music scene to being no, like, man, there's, I mean, it, there's no, like, you're nobody down there. Like, yeah, 
And so that fear kind of went away because I said, you know, that I kind of have to surrender this and kind of say, okay, so I can't do everything anymore. Yep. And I need people who are talented. And I have to I have to come to grips with the fact that it's not an inadequacy to turn things over to people who are better at it than you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Because I always, I always um, in my findings, I've, I've been trying to um, find myself adequate in whatever I'm doing. Mm. And so to turn that over originally in my mind was inadequacy. Yeah. You're not good enough to That's do fair. this. But the real, the truth of it is, is they are good enough and better at, better at this than you and that's okay yeah so that's probably where that fear broke down it's just because the guy jared who played drums on on the track I'm, that i'm thinking about he's a better drummer than i am and that's fine and it's great and 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 then ryan roberts is is for sure a better guitar player than i am and that's fine and great too like yeah. it's and so that was and thank goodness i did because it, it it's it's it, it's still to this day one of the favorite things i've ever recorded it's you know and it's 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 just been good. It's been good to find that balance of um, the guys I'm playing with right now in North Carolina. It's just man, every single one of them uh, are are fantastic musicians and 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 you know better than me as musicians. And I love that because yeah. I can look to them and they can teach me. Uh, and and that's something I didn't always embrace because I thought I could do everything. Yeah. So, and I yeah. think that applies in a lot of areas. Yeah. I preach that a lot to people here or that I think, uh, I think it's a myth to be, um, to focus on being well-rounded and good at everything. Because yeah. I think, I think there's something special about being excellent at a few things. Absolutely. And leaning on people to take care. Cause that's where I struggle is that I don't know. It's not, sometimes I don't think it's just that I don't trust people is that it's easier for me just to do it myself. Yeah. You know, so like, why would I train you? And I could probably, it might take me more time. And I'm learning the more that I'm turning stuff over to people, one, they're getting better. But two, it gives me time to get better at what I need to get better at. Mm -hmm. That's hard, man, because I'd, I'd rather just do it myself. Yeah. No, I'm, I, and I'm, I'm that way for sure when it comes to music, music stuff. Um, but there's a big, there's a big culture shock for me. Um, you know, just, just as recently as last year about, how things are done musically, and I, I learned a lot of new, a lot of new tricks that I was kind of a curmudgeon about for a long time, um, that has, that have been nothing but good, and so mm. and it's been good to learn from outside sources and kind of turn that over and and work on that. So it's been good there, yeah, for sure, yeah. So still, still the desire to keep creating, absolutely, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think that ever goes away from you. No, I think that's part of a. I mean, a lot of time, like. When it, yeah, I, I, that's just something that's that's in me, um, and something that I'm in side of. I get a lot of flack at home for puns a lot. Like I, I love making a pun. I love. Well, you, are you a are you a pun off champion? Yeah, so I've won three. I, I'm a three time champion of the pun off. Do you and have belts? No, they no they give out they give away prize packs and stuff like no, that. No, 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 no. We need some belts. I mean, you're talking to the wrong guy. But who do I need to call? <laughs> I'm gonna okay. start a league. I'm starting a league. A league? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Pay-per-view matchups. <laughs> you can stream them. Yours? Yeah, the ones that I'm in. Yeah, for sure. Oh. You can stream them. They're uh, they're on. Uh, yeah, they're just look up the Zoom tours on Facebook. L A Z O O M. For real? Yeah. Three-time champ. Well, I mean, not... we should have started the podcast with this. <laughs> yeah, we'll start it over. We'll run yeah. this back. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's amazing. So yeah, I'm gonna regret. You're a three-time champ. 
Yeah, I, I want. Uh, yeah, and but and people are always like, man, like, how do you prepare to like write these puns and stuff? And I'm like, I am trapped in a mental prison of wordplay. <laughs> so, like, so just for people listening and myself, how how does a pun? Is it called a pun off? Yeah. How does that work? A pun off. The one that I'm a part of. It's it's called the homegrown pun battle. Uh, there's a written round where you write a bunch of jokes and it's kind of a crowd warm up. There's no elimination there. Okay. Uh, and then you kind of stand in a line spelling bee style or basil ball. Did you ever play basil ball at yep. the mall? Okay. That's a deep cut. I'm glad, yeah. you, I'm glad you appreciate that. I was talking to my brother-in-law and my buddy about Cassie the, about that the other day about basil ball. And she was like, did you remember playing some sort of reading baseball at the mall? And I was like, did I ever? <laughs> I was the kid yelling in anger at the back of the line when there was a home run word. Because then I'd get up there and be like, cat. I'm like, single. And I was like, nah, come on, man. I was, I was a, I struck out every time. It was fun. <laughs> they pitched a perfect, the computer pitched a perfect game. against. <laughs> Good run. But, uh, so the pun off is like a spelling bee where they'll say, all right, your next category is this. And then you'll have a time limit and you'll have to say one. And then, any any audible reaction from the crowd is good. If it's a okay. groan, if they're mad about it, you're still in. Like if they laugh or cheer or whatever, you're still like it's you're still in. You're good to go. And then so the crowd in that moment votes you in or out. Basically, yeah, okay. in the moment. And you can't repeat. How long do you get a pun? And uh, after about like twenty seconds, they'll start counting you down. Okay. Uh, and then one of the hosts will like talk to you about personal stuff and try to like throw you off mentally. And it's it's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but um. Yeah, and so they'll just give you a topic, and then they'll they'll count you down a little bit. Um, yeah, it's great. And then slowly but surely, uh, you know, the top two in the first round stay, and they're in the last round. Then there's a consolation round, and then the final three are in the final round. And so, it's a lot of fun, man. It's it's like one of those things where like the clickbait for this for this podcast is going to be three time pun off champion. That's great. I love that. That's what's gonna be. And we'll leave links for the <laughs> the ones that I want because that's Oh no Jared put the links in for okay, sure. Perfect. That's great. I love that because I, that that was a that was a the, the live stream is a collaboration of my buddy Matt uh back in, in North Carolina who is just trying he's got this gorgeous entrepreneurial spirit and is trying to launch there's not like a live stream in in a town that I live in with so much live music and so many things that could be yeah. live streamed there's not a local option for that. Like yeah. there's not a company for that. And Matt's trying to do it. And then I'm buds with the guys that started the, the guy and gal that started the pun off. And I was like, this is like the perfect, like it's a match made in heaven. People love this thing. Yep. And I, and I tell my, my folks and f- friends about it back here. And they're like, how do we, Oh man, I wish you could watch it. And I was like, this is like a perfect pairing. Yep. And so they, though they have worked together to make just a really special product like matt and kelly and glenn that that run the show like it's been cool so it's still pretty is it still pretty like grassroots like this this hasn't been going on for it's about a year it's been going on forever uh there's there are pun competitions that happen in the country um but there's one in austin that's every year called the o henry pun off um and then we for like literally i think like the second week kelly and i were in north carolina um we happened to see this poster for this thing, like a pun battle. I was like, that's crazy. That's so funny. And then we got to talking to this guy and, and he said, yeah, my name's Glenn. I'm starting this thing called a pun battle. And I was like, ah. you just met your next I champion. Like, <laughs> I was like, listen, pal, you don't know who you're talking to. You yeah. don't know who you're talking to. Okay. Yeah. Um, and no, it was great. And you know, to this day, you know, Glenn, it, it's, it's just been so cool. It's just one of those things where like that happens and you're like, okay, this is probably a good move. 
because I'm a lifelong Texan, like 30, 30, 31 years in Texas, Wichita Falls, Abilene, and Austin. Like those have been my three, like my home, you yeah. know, in Arlington in the summer, like for, for ball games. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, we don't have to talk about that. We'll talk yeah. about that later. That's mm-hmm. called, that's another podcast called Sports Sad. Yeah, <laughs> which is what Jared and us podcast turned into for a few months. Really? Yeah, yeah we would just like start the podcast off just like kind of Ranger Regret is what that that one's called. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I like that. Write that okay. down, Jared. Write that down. <laughs> this one's called Cruising for a Losing, and it's Nelson Cruz on the. Well, I got it immediately. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I still wake up in cold sweats. That one's called Highs and Mark Lows. <laughs> It's called David freezing up under pressure. That's see that's, that's that, one, that one made me mad. Sorry, that one wasn't funny. That one was called that <laughs> the podcast is called God told me I was going to start this podcast. That's what Josh said after <laughs> when he hit that home run in the tenth. He's like, yeah, God just told me I was going to. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, he just set out in uh, right field and just uh, read his book to him. <laughs> Chapter one, <laughs> and then I bought the rose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. No, it's okay. It's fine. I haven't read that book, but I love that guy. I still Google Josh Hamilton a couple times a month. Yeah, what's he doing? Um, just to to see when he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> just to see. It's like, ah, he's still out in uh, AZL fall, fall ball. He's not he's, anywhere. Yeah, what's he doing? Angels are paying him to set it home. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's good gig. It's that Bobby Bonilla contract, baby. Yeah. The Mets are still paying that guy. Forever. I think we're still paying A-Rod, too. That's okay. Nah, we don't talk about it. That's fine. It worked out for us. I forgot where this is divulging from. Pun off. Pun off. Six-time champion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when we got out to North Carolina, it was just one of those, because as a lifelong Texan, we got, I I was very, I was very hesitant about moving uh, out of the state. Mm -hmm. I'm far away, like, you know, we're 1,200 miles away, 1,300 miles, something like that. They don't have Whataburger. They don't have Ronnie's. They don't have Scott's. They don't have Jeans. Sevies. They don't have Sevies. I've had all those things in this past weekend. Parkway. To, uh, Parkway, obviously. Did you say Parkway? Right. No, I didn't. I had... Anyway, and so it was a big move for me. We'll talk about my burger adventure here in a little bit if you want. Um, I'd love to. Um, and so, yeah, so we, so when we moved, that was a, just a kind of a sign to me uh, where he was like, You're, this is a good spot, man. Like, you like you immediately found this thing. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, also, yeah. also, if you drive to Johnson City, there's a Fazoli's up there. So, like... Yeah. How Which I hate, but continue. Excuse me? Yeah, sorry. Does your wife know that, though? Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. But you know what? She hated Chick-fil-A. Well. For a long time. Yikes. But she's back. Okay. The Thank Lord me. redeemed her. <laughs> uh, it was his pleasure. You know what's uh, funny is I... Chick- <laughs> uh, I used to drive to Lawton to eat at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And then we got Chick-fil-A here. <laughs> And I didn't eat at it forever. I, I haven't eaten at that one. Yeah, just it's funny. I still love it, obviously, but like, sure. I think there was something about not having it yeah. that made me want to have it. And then we got it, and I was like, ah, I'll just yeah. No, I completely understand I'm that. Good. Yeah, I get that. We spent. I spent a Sunday uh, one time uh, with some guys. We're like, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to Decatur and get some Chick Fil A, bro. And it was Sunday, and we hadn't even thought about that. Did it make it there? Yeah. Oh, cool. We got to Decatur. And then we just got Jack in the box instead. <laughs> yeah. You know what's okay. At that point, it was fine. fine. I've had some good times at that Decatur Jack in the box, though, for sure. Uh, anyway, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, man the pun the pun off is a great is a great thing. It's 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 so cool. Uh, so you, do you proud you, to be a part of it. You don't prepare. 
No, you just show up. The creative process to me is is it's constant, and yeah, yeah. to a point where it's like annoying to be around me sometimes. Yeah. And I like you're not around me all the time, and I'm happy to like come and tell jokes and so. But like my wife is like <laughs> is the most patient woman on the planet. Yeah, to a point where it's just like she and the, like coworkers. Coworkers are very patient with me because because I know it's a lot, but it's all that my brain does is word association and just trying to be funny. Yeah, and it's yeah. not and 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 it used to be, it used to be, me me like look at make tell me I'm good like let me know that I'm doing well like make sure like yeah, yeah. but now it's more like really just like I want to make sure that wherever I go, I'm bringing joy that's been given to me to yeah. other people. Yeah, like I want people to be happy. Yeah. And not be happy because of me, but I just want people to be happy in general. Yeah. Because I'm a big believer. It's like, you know, works. I, I'm a big believer in not blaming your mood on the day of the week. I hate that. Yep. You should be happy every day of the week. Any day you wake up. Yep. And breathe. Mm-hmm. In. Mm-hmm. And then out. Mm-hmm. You're good. <laughs> you should be ha- that happy. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know. I didn't sound right. Yeah, there, kind of, it's, it's, Have you ever thought about doing any kind of like stand up comedy? I tried to do a, a stand up open mic one time in Austin, and it's a different animal. It's a it's oh, yeah. it's completely it's not an easy thing at all. I work. I would probably work better in an improvisational okay uh, setting where I can make people laugh on the fly. Yep. Uh, where it's been good for me is in personal relationship growth. Okay. And I don't think that's on accident. I think that's that's that was that was that was part of a plan where um I can use it real quick as a, as something you throw away to make somebody laugh to make people feel comfortable around you. Like and so which I love yep. because it's changed from a, a source of validation for myself into just a way to meld into a friendship yeah, yeah. and relationship, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. So, but yeah, but stand up comedy is a. See, I'm the opposite. I, I would rather do a stand up set. You're sure. And I know, and I know how. I cannot imagine how hard it is. Um, but I would, to me, I think I would, in, I would be better at that than I would be at the improv because I think the improv side. I don't think I'd be terrible at it, but I think it is. A, it's a gift you have to have. You can. I don't know if you can learn it. I really don't. Right. And I and I'm the same way. I I feel that way about. Um, I think there are two types of musicians. I think there are folks who can learn to be very good musicians, yep. technically and and proficiently. And then I think there are people who are born to be very good musicians and are born just musicians. Like yeah. it's in. It's like I'm not good at speaking a different language. I'm not fluent in it. I could learn to be good at it though. Yeah. But yeah. some people are born with a different it's just a different music is a complete and create yeah. and creativity but on the same on the same token like i'm awful with numbers and money like I, there's it's it's just everyone like you said we're not called to be excellent at everything yep we have skill sets where we are called to work together in community um and it works out beautifully yeah and stuff like facebook and podcasts they're pulling us apart and i hate them yep you will never find me on a podcast. Yep. On Facebook. Good. Ever. Don't do that. I will not. I'm just kidding. Not of the Lord. <laughs> I used to, and I, I don't know, if I, I, I was a big believer that the internet was the Antichrist for a long time. <laughs> Were you really? For this reason alone. When I was 18, it was for me. I mean, for this reason alone, and, and I'm getting back into this habit, and it's awful. As a, as a guy who, who is a believer in a God that we're called to worship at all times, I woke up and, and I'd be rolling out of bed. 
And it's like the first thing is just like check Facebook real quick. Yeah. I'm not out of bed yet. Like I haven't even taken a step onto the floor and I'm already checking like social media. Yep. And it's, it was nuts. And I, I don't know, maybe it still is. Yeah. I, I, I like, uh, one of my favorite things to do cause you're not sharing office and yeah. just, I love the people in, that are right around my office, but I just like to rant about things sometimes. Sure. And I'm usually not mad. Yeah. So I started ranting today about why do some places have city or town in their name? Mm. Okay. Let's talk about that. Because you're already a city or a town. Let's unbox that a little bit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And especially, you know, I've, I noticed that now in, in, in British football clubs. Manchester City. I think that's actually what it's called. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I we, got you. If it's city or town, why do you need that in your name? Yeah. Also, why am I ranting about it? Yeah. Not relevant. That's but I enjoy you, doing it. That's when you got to hop on Ransom Raves. Exactly. Facebook. Ransom Raves. I don't want to touch that. Yeah. That's what, but that's what, what I enjoy doing and so but what i've learned is that there are some things that do bother me sure and i have to I, i've taken a pretty good the last four months hiatus from as much time as i was spending on social media sure and i don't know if it's still healthy because i just i just see stuff and i get mad and it's yeah. not helpful and it, it's people that aren't even really relevant in my day-to-day -day. yeah and, the, and i don't know their intention behind it i don't know anything about them and i'm not really willing to put the energy into finding out sure so why am i mad and yeah. so i had to shut it down yeah, and there's a there's a really weird like sadistic part of me when I see something political or something that yep. I know there's going to be an argument between two strangers that have no common ground other than a platform to yell at each other. Yep. I know there's going to be nasty things said and part of me still wants to go see it. Yep. Oh, I, for sure. Where does that come from? Like I don't understand where that comes from. Like what it, like I I just it, so I get you. I get you. social there's there's much to be said about the, the positivity social media can bring. Yep. And there's much to be said about its dangers. Yeah. For sure. Which I guess is probably throughout history everything. Right. There's, there's the good and evil and everything. It's yeah. how we choose to use it. I just think now, for the first time ever, it's in your pocket. Yeah. Man. And you, I mean, you, you have access to it 24-7 all the time. You can always utilize it. Yep. And there's great things that have come of it. I've built some cool relationships. I've met people I never thought I'd be able to. Yeah. And I've met some people that I wish I never would have met. Sure. Sure. And I, I'm inundated with content that is probably useless to me it's most of the time. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. You That's know, why I like the dumb, like the quick videos and stuff like that that, are oh, just, that have no real like purpose other than I get to laugh. And I'm like, that's what I needed today. When you said build relationships, and I was like, oh, here he goes. I know what he's going to say. And I was about to complete your sentence by saying, you get to build some cool roller coasters on Roller Coaster Tycoon, the pocket app. And that's what I thought you were going to say. No, I wasn't. But yours is way better. I've been, hey, I've been playing. <laughs> I've been playing tap baseball. Man, it's been a while. So there's this. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's actually called, but it's a baseball game. It's 2019, but you can create a player after a certain point. Oh, and they wow. would not let me have the name Logan Draper because Draper was too close to Raper. Wow. So my name is Logan Bundy. Oh, because I just watched idea. the Ted Bundy documentary. I get it. That's great. And that was okay. Yeah. Yep. But Draper, not good. I, I mean, I get it. I, no. You'd think they'd throw in serial killers as well. And real frustrated because I'm the guy, if I'm going to ever play a game, I'm going to create my player to look as much like me as possible. Sure. And it's sure. got to be, it's my way to live through the career I should have felt like I had. Right. No, no. Oh, man. I can't tell you. I just, anytime I play The Sims, yeah. I make myself I have an awesome life. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I've never played The Sims <laughs> once. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you, you. it's just one of, yeah, it's one of those things where, when I do play, I'm about video, to go. Find, I'm about to go download and play The Sims now. I mean, that it, it sounds great. I don't know where you download it. I don't know somewhere. 
But yeah, it, it is one of those things where my engage. You're like you're like uh that's yeah, it's a it's a it's a disconnect from reality to a reality that you wish was real. Yeah. Which is what all of it is. But like when I used to play like NCA football, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I wish if I would I could have had all these offers to D one school. I yeah. couldn't have. Yeah, yeah. I got asked a few times in high school to play football because of my size. Like they're like, You you should probably quit playing drums and come play football. And I said, Sir, one time when I was in eighth grade, a seventh grader picked me up at football practice and dropped me, who was like half my size, and yeah. I broke my tailbone. Yeah, I'm good. And I would never play football again. Yeah. Never. See, I didn't get asked to play football because of my size. Yeah, well. I, I broke my ribs in practice. Yeah, no, I knew you. So I remember when you broke your ribs. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. That's fine. It was fine. It's great. I think that's just, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think we, we were created for everything. I love sports. I, I get, love I get joy out of watching them. Yeah. And I wish, I mean, I wish I could have played, but I just, I wasn't created for that. Yeah. And it took longer than it should have for me to realize it. Yeah. And be okay with it. Because I still, man, I still wake up sometimes thinking, man, if I can get this, you know, this 40 down a little bit, mm-hmm. get the cardio back. Sure. I mean, the Mavericks have had some rough runs. I mean, I'm telling you. One phone call away from being, you know, a five foot ten JJ Reddick. Well, and I would say this. Do you think... You could be the worst NBA player of all time. Do you understand the question I'm asking? Yeah, yeah, and, I, and the answer is yes. Okay, yes, and I think I could do it very comfortably, exactly, and enjoy it. That's like you know, it, yeah. Could you be a last place golfer on major tournaments? Yeah, yeah. and be happy with that career. I would like some kid in New Jersey yeah. to be playing with his friends, and, and someone throw up just a terrible air ball and be like, Logan, yeah, Logan, yeah, Logan. Oh, I yeah. can't say that's already oh, exists. Yeah, it's a right. thing. But I, that's what I would. That's fine. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I don't even. You don't even have to pay me if I can run out of the tunnel. If you can run out of the tunnel, and yeah. it, and at one point, you get to you get to strip, you get to take the the breakaway pants off. Yep. And then just go sit by the table, and then yep. they're like, "Oh, actually," and you're like, oh, "I would do that every game." Yeah. Co- until the coach saw me and then called me back. Yeah. Until just Barnes. so there was a moment people were like, "Uh oh, here, oh, here we go, in. he's here. coming in." Nope, nope. That scene in The Rookie when yeah. Dennis Quaid finally gets his call in. I watched that the other night on YouTube. Yeah. Just that scene. <laughs> yeah. That, well, That's a seven-hour movie. What else you That movie watch? is so, so long. Yeah. I'm out. And it's so slow. And I love baseball. And I love baseball movies. That movie is not seven hours, but it's a long movie. It's not Angels in the Outfield. And then, thank you. Nothing is. No. But that movie's produced uh, two Academy Award-winning actors. Mm-hmm. Adrian Brody and Matthew McConaughey. They were both in that movie. Your welcome world outfielders <laughs> anyway but yeah and then the, it's like yeah it, that, what was that the, movie called uh do you know the hardball. pay do you Sorry. Know, i was thinking of hardball i don't want to bring that up do you know the payoff in the rookie do you know what his big moment is he strikes out royce clayton that's the big <laughs> sports payoff in the rookie royce clayton gets struck out that's like in rudy when he does that end around and like puts a hand on the quarterback and that's that's the big buildup yeah that's all I'm looking for. That's all I'm looking for. You you can't tell me there couldn't be a moment where enough people got hurt, and then in a play, like last night, Kawhi Leonard shot. Yeah. What if that shot happened, but it hit the front of the rim and everyone had crashed the boards? Yeah. And you know I'm not going in the paint. Of course. So the ball goes out. To Are the you trying to line. die? It boop yeah. boop. I one hop it. I turn. I shoot. I hit it. I never make another basket in my life. You don't life, have to. And I'm a hero. You're a hero in Toronto. And if there's anything about sports in Toronto, it's I love them. <laughs> any team in Toronto, I'll support them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love any hero. I love any sports hero from Toronto. Yep. Yep. And then we'll in post, we'll edit in me saying a bunch of Toronto sports heroes here. 
other than Jose Bautista. Yeah. But yeah, no, I thought about that too. It's like, it's uh, what do I need to do? Who do I need to talk to to be uh, a pinch runner, third to home, yep. on a sack fly? Yep. That's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. Did, did you see, by the way, that Joey Gallo got his first ever sack fly this year? Yeah. I don't know. It's even possible four, to go that four long. Year, four years in the... Yeah. yeah. Four or five years, whatever. Yeah. Who, who do I need to talk to where I just... They just bring me in real quick. Just a bruiser. Yeah. Just be, in case there's a play at the plate. Yeah. Guard the plate. Just kill... Just to knock somebody over yeah. at home. I don't know. I I would take the... Whatever it is, $120,000 a year just to be the bullpen catcher. Oh, baby. That's the... Yeah. I'll even, I'll even I'll even be the part-time chaplain. You know, I'll be praying over the guys. Are they part-time? No, I'm saying I'll do it for free. Okay, I bet the same. You let me just sit out there in the bull... I'll be the chaplain if you just let me sit in the lawn chair in the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I just <laughs> want to sit to, out there. And you get to wear the jacket. Yep. And you get to sit out there spitting yep. seeds and stuff. No, I get yep. that. I'll just be praying over the team. Sure. Fans. Well, that's so that's a problem because that explains a lot because I think they went part-time chaplain in 2011. Oh, they might And have. that's where that all dropped off. Yeah, well, it, because they had a full-time chaplain, but they took part of his time and put it towards Josh. T.D. Jakes, yeah. the chaplain. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's in Dallas or not. I think I might have made that up. And then, and then they used the other half of his time with just Josh Hamilton. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he, he needs it. Though. He, he's... Yeah, he's a, he's he's a, he's a he's a big he's a big piece to chew on there. Yeah, well, I'm all about supporting people until it costs us a championship. You know what I'm saying? I love Josh Hamilton, man. I really was. I have a article favorite player on. of all time in any sport. That oh, for real? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. yours. Yeah. Oh no, I don't love him that much. Well, only because I think just the not like I mean, obviously there's a lot of Rangers that are more important to me, but mm-hmm. just for some reason in those moments, Mickey Tattleton was one of those. Well, yeah, I mean, cousin Mickey, Benji Gill. Benji Gill. That's yeah. right. I mean, there's a there's so many people. Did that Gabe Kapler? Did that, hey, Rusty Greer. He's the coach of the something now. Gabe Kapler coaches the Phillies now. Yeah. So I'm getting the first highlight I saw from him is him getting thrown out. Rusty Greer. Yep. Uh, did that Benji Gill game used helmet? Did that make it to the new Buffalo Wild Wings? It better have. Yeah, I would. I went in there and didn't think about it. I'll go check. You should probably check. I'll send you a text. Yeah. What is this podcast about? I don't know. I forgot. Yeah. I'm so sorry. You're a three-time uh, punt-off champion. That's right. That's, That's what right. we brought you in. Uh, yeah, and how does that relate to advertising? Uh, no, I mean, I think you're, uh, I think, uh, won the Rangers. Huh? That's it. Just the Rangers. No, right. I mean, I think you're, I think what's been encouraging about you, just your ability to adapt creatively. And I think okay. that, I think here's what, something I think is that a lot of people now want to be creative. Uh-huh. And I think you can learn elements of being creative, mm. but I think people try to be creative in too many things. Like I asked you sure. about stand-up comedy. I think you could be really funny, but you mm. kind of know your pace and how you operate, sure. and then sure. you apply that in the areas in which you get to be creative. Yeah. I like to stay in my lane there for sure. Yeah. Um, because too many people think they are comedians now based on YouTube careers or based on online careers, and they're yeah. not. No. They're not. And so maybe... It's, and I'm a, I mean, like, I love comedy. I love making people laugh for sure, but that doesn't mean I have to do it on a stage or on Twitter yeah, yeah, yeah. or on or on YouTube. No, no, no. Maybe maybe it's just uh, I do it, you know, relationally, which which I'm fine with. Somebody chatting down there. I can't multitask, man. Huh? So if anybody's asking any questions, I'm sorry. It's okay. Jared's supposed to be here. It's, it's did, my, did my brother hop on the stream or something? Char- yeah, Charlie. Yeah, I have seen Charlie's name, but I can't. I can't get to it's it. Okay. He's over at Nacal's Jewelry. If you guys ever need jewelry, go see Jeff Turnbow over at Nacal's. Oh, please do. I love that guy. Please Goodness do. Goodness gracious, I love Jeff, Jeff Turnbow. 
Oh, uh, no, I think Charlie went home sick. Yeah. Well, we're getting ready for the show. The show is going to be live today. I posted about it. People knew this was going to happen today. Oh, that's cool. So I think a lot of people went home sick. Oh, that's why. Wow. There was like an epidemic. I saw it on the 12 o'clock news. That's why it took probably so long to get here. The traffic. Traffic was crazy. That's right. Yep. Which is my fault. I should have. Yeah. Skip was was talking about it on the 12. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I miss that guy. No, man. I think think that your ability to create is impressive. And I think a lot of people don't. Okay. Here's here's my question. Yeah. Um, If you have more things you want to tell me after this. but It's fine. um, would you say you've always had like a self-awareness about who you are um, creatively, how you operate, just you personally, or is that something you have had to grow into? Um, I, sorry, let me start the whole thing by saying I believe you have a, a good self-awareness about you. Sure. Um, yeah, I think, I think as I've gotten older, arrogance has worn off. I think mm. in high school, it was arrogance. I had someone come up t- to me five or six years ago after I played a show and said, hey, are you Jay Burnham? And I said, yeah. And I was like, the fan. Yeah. She was like, you were really mean to me in high school. And Logan, I didn't know who this person was. Dang. I couldn't remember. I'd, I And I apologized profusely. And... So I think in high school, it was not a self-awareness. It okay. was more of a, it was a self-consciousness. Okay. And I needed to deflect and be out and being be mean to people. Um, but as I've kind of gotten older and cared less and less about what people think about me or view me, it has become a self-awareness where like, yeah, I'm just, like I, I like making people laugh and the juxtaposition of me trying to be hip and trendy on social media is it's funny to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me attempting to to hit a woe or to hit a dab. And the dab <laughs> the dab is twelve years old at this point. Like it's an old dance. Now I will say this and I love my wife. My wife hitting a dab is almost like a marionette being operated. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just it is something it is a sight to behold. We we were Jared and I were in a uh, wedding photo uh one time and uh, a bunch of people hit a dab. Sure. Uh, actually, it's happened in three different occasions. And uh, it's funny to go through the picture and see a bunch of people dabbing sure. in a photo and just see the mechanics. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. It's because I don't know them. Yeah. But I've, I've become self aware. <laughs> I've become self aware in a sense that, like, I know what I can offer. I know that I don't have to. I I, I know what I'm good at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Comedically and and just creatively. Um, and I've become self-aware in a sense that it does not matter if it's if you're doing this to make a career out of it or if you're just trying to make your friends laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like that's where I become most self-aware in a sense that I probably don't have the look to blow up and be a viral sensation. And that's okay. Um, I think I have the ability and humor to do it. You definitely do. I think so. And that's not arrogance as much as it's just confidence in what I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe it's just finding a niche there. It would be great. Can you imagine if that was your job? Make an online video. Well, sorry, that is your job. But can you imagine if that was like you didn't have to go to an office to do it? Oh man, you know what I'm saying? If I could sit at home and make silly videos and make a career out of that, that would be the dream. You know what's going to happen too is that marketers ruin platforms. Okay. Right. So anytime yeah. a good platform comes up, whether it be ad space or whatever, they ruin it. Well, the, everybody's trying in our industry. 
and we're really fighting against this, but everybody tries to create the formula, right? Mm -hmm. So for me to spend all this time on one video, mm -hmm. mathematically wouldn't make a ton of sense. Sure. So you try to create a formula that says like A, B, D will get you money. Yeah. And then people try to do the same thing over and over again, mm -hmm. where these independent, you know, contractors who are creating their own content have no rules, no regulations, yeah. and no fear. Sure. And that's what that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. Sure. And so that's something we've had to fight against and like saying like we got to take shots. We got to do stuff that doesn't make sense. Sure. And hope it works. Yeah. And uh, I think that there's a ton there. I mean, it just yeah. takes a couple videos. Yeah. Getting yeah, on man. World Star Hip Hop that's, or getting somewhere. I mean, and it's ball game. <laughs> I mean, that's been the dream for me from day one. Is World, World Star. World Star. Get some. <laughs> of this, get some of this going. World Star. Get on E Bombs World, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> is that still around? No, but you know, I just had a great idea. We should do an E Bombs World Star. That writes itself. It does write itself. That's that's the chocolate rain, and then someone comes in and stabs him mid chocolate rain. That's like a viral video. That's also a fight video. That dancing baby. If another dancing baby entered and they started fighting, and then the video gets really shaky real quick, E bombs world star. Get at me. We're not gonna be able to release this now. <laughs> we have to copyright some of this oh, so, so that we can keep it. This is a great <laughs> idea, man. I do I do want you to try to find a way to put more stuff out. Like, or if you have ideas and you want me to help you, obviously freely sure. figure out ways to distribute it. Sure, I think you do have a gift. No, I appreciate that. That is fun. Yeah, no, I and enjoyable. I, you know, and I, I appreciate that. And that was my whole story earlier about like Caitlin talking about you roasting me. Yeah, she talked about how funny it was because th that atmosphere. I guarantee you, Braden was probably there, and we were just laughing. Sure, because that's like that's how we we as a group of friends are able to just hang out be with each other when you yeah. can take a smidgen of that and you can put it out to the world sure. and other people understand it yeah because inside jokes don't sure. translate right but right. you take that little feeling and you put it out i think it's a win yeah and i think and again and i think we're, i'm hitting it at, at, like i'm i'm seeing people on instagram and, and people that are following me i'll look at them and you know it's like i mean it's cool it, it's it's people that, that follow me on instagram are our friends that are in situations where they have thousands and thousands of followers on Instagram, where it, it all it takes is, you know, I've, and I've met people that have come up and like, I'm kind of to a point. It's not all the time, all the time by any means, but they're like, Oh yeah, I follow you on Instagram and I don't know the person, but they're, they're friends of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've gotten a taste of that and it's cool. Um, um, but yeah, I, th I think I'm just, I'm getting uh, lucky in a sense that we are in, a time right now where I can put in a very niche specific thing. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example right off the bat, like a, a Garth Brooks themed restaurant. Like it's a very niche specific crowd, but we're in such an exposed time where someone's going to find, someone is going to find that funny. Yep. And I'll, and you know, it's just, and so that's where Instagram is like perfect for that. Because when we want to be, when we want so much to be seen, and we want so much to relate to somebody else, it, even on an app. Yeah, yeah, you know, all it takes is one thing where I can make like a, uh, a like a, an Amy Grant reference. Yeah, yeah. and someone's gonna say, "I got that." Yep, and that's all it takes. Yep, and then there's a few more of those people, and then there's a few more. Of the, I mean, it's just it's and just it rolls. There is there is for sure a balance where we can be completely divided, but also at the same time, yeah, yeah. we'll find common ground. Yeah, for sure. You know what drives me nuts? is all of these couples who have these like prank 
YouTube series? No, thanks. Where they, you know, they prank each other? No, thanks. And here's what here's what drives makes me so mad about it is I'm sure at some point one of the two of them played a prank on the other one and it went viral. Sure. And so they just keep doing it. But you watch <laughs> them and like the older generation who's obviously getting into this kind of content loves it. But I watch it and I just see the logistics behind it and I'm like, there's no way yeah. that they went and happened to put um, whatever those things are that make your Coke spew. Mentos. Mentos, yeah. Into the ice thing, and they just, the next time they went there, they happened to have a Coke. Like, it's just like all these, yeah. my brain logistically yeah. is like not real. Yeah. And I still end up watching them. Of course. Trust me. Wild. Yeah. And that, I don't know why. Like, that whole, I love a good prank. I don't. You don't love pranks at all. Do you remember when we had our big April Fool's? Pranktober. Pranktober. That's right. Pranktober. Not a good time. It was not a good time. The tailgate of my truck got ripped off of my truck. After I said, I don't want to be a part of this, and I won't prank you. I don't like being pranked. Yep. But go ahead. <laughs> well, this whole podcast is actually just a prank. Ah, oh, there's a camera right there. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, but I, that that whole market is sure. huge. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that what I was getting to in all of that was the, um, I think comedy is good when it's authentic. Yeah. yeah. I think content is really good when it's yeah. authentic. And I think that people, if you are authentic in what you do and sure. you're good at it, that's another thing. People just want to be authentic, got to also be good. Right. If those right. two things come together uh, through time, something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, there's a lot of, and there's, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. I grew up in a culture that said, and this is going to get deep religiously a little bit, if that's okay. Yeah, please. Okay. Where uh, you could either be good at doing something that's secular, which is a weird word that Christians, I think, made up. Probably. Or good at something that's secular. Or good at something that's Christian. Yeah. And that. And I just want to make stuff that's good. Yeah. And because I think that there's a lot of bridges that can be gapped or built there that we've been so afraid of for so long. Yep. Because uh, it's I, I just want to make sure that everyone can experience it. We have yep. one chance here to be present here. Yep. And that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. I'm a guy who is a, a, a big worrier about the future. And what I've been kind of reinforced with is right now, look for moments here where you're together with people yeah. and you're happy with people. Yeah. So look for those now because it's gone. That's funny that you say you're a big worrier uh, of the future because one of the things I always remember that you would say at the end of a prayer, uh-huh. you know what it is? Yeah. We don't know. What tomorrow holds, right. when it holds tomorrow. Yeah. I say that all the time. Yeah. And I quote it, then I'm like, I made that up. That's what I tell people. Well, and I didn't make it up either. And I think I, I was very clear about that. But <laughs> no, no, no. First off. I did not make you, I did You not. had a sign in your office that had your name with it. Right. And it said copyright. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no I, but I remember you always said that. No, I, I, that was important. I, I adopted that. And I adopted that phrase um, from a song that I loved, uh, which is neither here nor there at this at this point. But I did make that an MO for a long time. And I think at that point, backstory, Logan was in the youth group I was an intern for, church-wise. I think at that point, I didn't know if I believed it fully. Yeah. But I did want to make sure that I was doing my best so that you guys believed it. Yeah. You know well, what I'm I saying? It. Yeah. I still think about it. Yeah. And I still I still use it. Like, I still think it's important to... And, and, and But I've just recently... Real, like, I mean, very, very recently. Where it's... I mean... It's really become something real for me. Yeah. We're like, and flying is a big one for me where it's like, <laughs> as a guy who doesn't even like to be the passenger in a car, 
on a highway because of a lack of control. Show me a scarier situation than being in a large metal tube thousands of feet above the earth and you have no idea you can't stop anything. That's my that's my I'm at that point I'm the least afraid. Right. Which is which is funny because Katie is like throw up sick every time we get on a plane sure, from fear. Sure. I'm I am most afraid getting up into the air and coming down. Yep. When I'm in the air, I have been given this piece where it's just like, bro, you're gonna have time. Your body will give out. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna be awake all the way down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully and, not. Yeah, that'd, that'd be my luck, though. I still think if you're at the back of the plane though, and you do jump and you time it, yeah, you have a chance. Like a trampoline, like a double bounce on a trampoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have yeah. you have a chance. Yeah, you might burn or catch on fire, but I still think if you and then ran, right, and then ran in the air, yeah. I think you have a chance. Well, if a you shot. Hit, if you hit a mountain, you definitely got a chance. Oh, plenty of time in the back. Yeah, and then you roll. You roll. And then they got skis on those things. I'm almost positive. The plane, you just ski down. You ski down a mountain. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, you'd I be think, fine. I think damage to the plane probably, but you would be okay. You get you get a little whiplash probably yeah, yeah. from crashing to the side of a mountain. But yeah. I have found peace in that I have no control there. Yeah. And if it's hmm. there's a there's a movie called Hook with Robin Williams where he plays Peter Pan. Are you familiar with this movie? Uh, I'm, just I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> answer yes. Uh, he's like he's like leaving his job, and he's like, "Well, if it's your time to go, it's your time to go." And all of his coworkers are like, oh, "Don't let your arms get tired." And he goes, "What if it's the pilot's time to go?" And it's just like one of those things where it's like, "It's a brilliant, it's a brilliant thought." Yep. Don't worry about it. Yeah. At some point, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then it's over. Yeah. And so that's helped me a lot in that like. Who cares if someone thinks you're not cool for trying to post jokes on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a weird full circle, but that's kind of what I was getting at no. this whole time. It's like, yep. If a guy, if a guy who is snooty about everything, yeah, keyboard warrior. Yeah. If a guy who's snooty about everything sees you post something, he's like, "That's not funny. Why is he doing that?" Yeah. Then they can then they can see you at the pun off. <laughs> right. Come on, and run I up. Just, I just mean I would. That'd be. That'd be a, f- a foolish move for them, Logan. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, no, it's just, I mean, it's, I've just reached a point where like, man, it's, and it took 32 years. Like, but it's just like, at this point, it's create because it makes you happy. And yeah, yeah. It makes you happy right now. Yep. And that's all you got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You brought up the uh, secular art and all that earlier, and it made me really disappointed because I've actually brought this up in the last few podcasts with a couple um, creatives, mm-hmm. um, Allison being one. Yeah. And uh, Nicole Kirk being one, um, but and asking them, and obviously you already answered the question, but like I think for a long time it had to be Christian art. Right. And I think the beauty of, for some people, this is going to sound so bad, but it being Christian art was the standard was so low. Yeah. Right. Like you just could make something, and it, sure. if it was pretty good. Then mm-hmm. everyone, it was excellent. Yeah. And then it came, you compared that Christian art to just like art, and just like not even. Right. That's a minor league. And I think right. there's something that has happened recently that the walls have broken down in a lot of areas there's where now big, people are creating just art. There's a big shift there. And and, and, and yeah, and it's cool. It's cool. And I, yeah. Because if if we really are all in this together, then the less division in that, the better. Yeah. You know? And if something doesn't appeal to you, it doesn't appeal to you. Yeah. And if, you, and, if and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with not supporting something because you don't agree with the beliefs of the artist or, and that's fine. Yeah. That's the beauty of and that, being and, able to do that. Right. And that's fine. And you don't support it. And that's great. Um, but there's a, there's a, I mean, just 
there's part of that where it doesn't need to be taken any further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, so. I always think about, like, what if Jesus had just Christian tables? Like, the, the like as a carpenter, like, all the stuff he made. And it was just, like, real, just, real yeah. like bush league. He was, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was never <laughs> the right size. He's just, like, well, no, no, no. This isn't my full-time gig. You know, I actually. Actually, I'm a carpenter. Yeah. On, but, like, I'm just going to kind of, like, just whatever. And then he's just, like, not really even excellent at it. He's yeah. not great. Yeah, he's just like, ah, well, you know, whatever. Who cares? It's like that. That's like a Jim Gaffigan joke where it's like, well, good thing that whole Messiah thing worked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so, think I mean, that's Jim Gaffigan, yeah. But I, yeah, that's funny. I, th- I think that that's, I've always appreciated the people who, um, like, what if the art what didn't need to have a faith to it? The yeah. person behind it did. And uh, you get to tell your story. Yeah, and absolutely. however you want to tell it. But the art, the that's the beauty I love about, that's probably my favorite thing about the internet and creators yeah is that if you're good yeah you'll make it yeah if you're good at some point you'll make it yeah but the internet will spit you out if you're not good right and and for some people you don't have it could be a lot of factors of time and some people do make it that probably shouldn't sure Uh, but that does reveal itself over time yeah absolutely yeah you can only make so many of the same video yeah if you're not a creative at heart or you can't yeah so i've got a lot left to do too so i'm excited yeah it's it's this is this is a year that I recently had some words spoken over me that were that one of them was focus mm. and one of them was fearless. Mm. I just had those placed on me this year, where it's just like anything you do, don't be afraid to do it. Mm. Just within reason, don't yeah. go jump out of a plane like an idiot. Well, if it's gonna just, hit the ground though, if it's going down, just go for it. Yeah. You'd have a shot, I think. Yeah, I don't know. That's fun. Jordan's last episode was on the worst ways to die. Oh, man. What do you think it is? What was mine? I had one for a long time. Mine was, I think, worst way to die for me for a long time was sliding down a razor blade into a vat of salt. I think that was mine for a long time. In that scenario, are you, like, in Saw? Are you, like, in the games? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's not like an accident, like you're at the saw and salt factory. <laughs> you're like, oh, crud! Why didn't we think about this? <laughs> that this would be been... a bad way to die either way, though. Yeah. Saw and salt. I, mean, if you... I would take that yeah. over being buried alive. Man, That's my buried, biggest fear. Buried alive is a scary one. I had one, I had a nightmare the other night where someone was breaking into our house, and he had weapons, and all I had was a belt. <laughs> and I was just which is every dad's dream <laughs> right and i was just swinging this belt at this guy and eventually he just which end were you swinging uh i think the, and not even like the belt buckle end <laughs> i think i was just like yeah, just just whipping him yeah worst ways to die yeah buried alive would be bad because i'm a big i'm a claustrophobe guy don't like it i don't like it and then at that point you know it's gonna happen like you're like okay yeah you, you can't do anything yeah you're just biding time and you're just yep. Yeah, you can even itch your nose. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I guess you just start banging your head on the coffin, just try to knock yourself out. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. Yeah, this isn't gonna work. Play the pass out game. Yeah. <laughs> with yourself. With yourself. Yeah. Sorry, we yeah. have to get that dark. No, it's okay. I was trying to think. Now I'm trying to think of worse ways to die. Oh man. Somebody somebody had brought up um, getting bit by a snake in the desert. Mm. I said the reason that wouldn't be as bad to me is that at some point you might start tripping. And maybe yeah. there'd be a few moments of like, woo. Of euphoria. You know? Yeah. Um, to die. Yeah, I don't somebody know. had said falling out of an airplane. No, that'd be gorgeous. You get some joy. I think that'd be beautiful. And I don't think, I just, I mean, I've obviously never done it, but I don't think it would hurt. No. And if I you, think, I think falling from any height like that, I think you're good yeah. at a certain point. 
Yeah. My fear would be that I would just roll and I would live. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's always still That's the worst thing yeah. about it. It's like, oh yeah, I bounced. I'm the yeah. first person to ever fall out of a plane and then bounce <laughs> up and then I was fine. And now I just and now my leg looks weird. Yeah. Like that. Or every bone in your body is just is like you're just, sawdust. You're just it's just, just <laughs> yeah. You're just dust. You're just, but you're fine. You're fine. Mentally you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> what a Ted talk that'd be. Though. It would be. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Ted, yeah, that'd be something. Wouldn't be a Ted walk for sure. Yeah, um, no walk. No. Yeah, I think buried alive was my thing. Buried alive, yeah. An animal, an animal doesn't, especially like a shark, even though I'm terrified of open water. A shark or something like that, at least, you know, Ellie and my family could be like, man. Yeah. He went down, you know. Drowning is drowning's a scary one for sure. And I'm, catching on fire. Eh. Catching on fire, I think, I feel would take you pretty quick. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. I feel like it's going to burn off a lot of the feeling quick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would you suffocate either way? Yeah, I feel like you suffocated me. But yeah, drowning would probably be one. Being drowning, it's got to be drowning. Worst ways to die, for sure. Yeah. For sure. No, here's the worst way to die is like you're like 94, like you're in your bed, like you're in your deathbed, like and you know you're going, but you're like sitting there and you're like, like the Rangers are about to win the World Series. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the Texas Rangers! And then it's like it's, and I'm trying to think whose kid it would be. It'd be Delander Shields, the fourth or fifth at that point. No, it wouldn't. It'd be a. It would be some kid who like has overcome some adversity at the plate, and it's like all it is is just like a walk off single. All he needs is like a walk off single, and then yeah, they win the World Series. And then it's like, and here's the pitch, and then it's just like, and you never get to see it happen. Oh my gosh, that's got to be the worst way to go. It has like, to be. Or it's the exact replay of the Nelson Cruz. It's like the exact moment again. <laughs> but it's just a real easy, like it's, you can tell. It's getting back and you're just like that moment. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Man. That's that's it. That hurt. It's, it, that made me Bury sad. me alive. Yeah. Just bury me alive <laughs> right now. You're yeah. like, finally. And then your RN <laughs> trips over your cord and like unplugs you. It's like. <laughs> yeah. And then you wake up in, in heaven and you're just like, didn't get to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't matter. And then you get up there and they're like, hey, sports don't exist up here. And you're like, send me back down. <laughs> send me back I just down. Need, I need 15 minutes. I just, could you give me 15 minutes? Just put the paddles on me. Yeah. Just just real quick. I've always told Jerry when the Rangers win, I'm getting in that that uh, the water outside the stadium. Oh, yeah. I'm jumping in. That's great. No doubt. And it's two feet deep and I'm, and I'm going to break something, but I'm getting in. No I mean, doubt. It'll have to be this year. Surely that'll still be there, right? I don't know. What, what are they doing with that thing? I, th- I thought they were tearing it down. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. I'm trying to go as many games as I can for ticket prices. Yeah. I know you got to go, man. Oh, no. I just didn't want to keep thing. wasting your folks' time. I could talk to you for hours about baseball. Hey, we need to set it up to where um, two things I would like to do. Okay. One, when you're in and we have time, we do this more often. Okay, sure. I know that time's limited with family and stuff, but I'd also like to set up um, like a segment, Maybe I mean, more than once a month where we just bring you in. So we're trying to set this up where we can uh, Skype as well because I okay. can throw Bluetooth through here. Yeah, you when can, like, I've jump got a, in and do I've a, a segment, a mic at the house that I could use, like yeah. an actual, like a nice mic that I could use. Yeah, we can just run it all through. It'd be perfect. Sure, we can throw you up on the live video and then do a segment. I'd love. You can that. pick your segment, whatever you want it to be. It can be something consistent, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you we, can pitch ideas to executives. Yeah, we can talk about like six reasons Wichita Falls High School is better than SH Ryder or something like that. Yeah, Dayton. but it's six, it's six new reasons every time. No, it's always just the state championships. <laughs> That's it. I know, but every time you have to go through them. 
in 1932. Every, every six, no. Yeah. Six reasons I never graduated. <laughs> that is funny. That's a, that's a, man, I'd love, I'd love to talk about a podcast about that sometime too. Rivalries. I think rivalries are cool. I think rivalries are very important. I do too. Um, We're losing think, them too. Huh? We're losing them too. What do you mean? I think that people, um, I don't know. I think that it's gonna it's going away in some aspects. Huh. I think just the sports culture is changing a little bit to yeah, where yeah. the trash I, talks changed. Yeah, and and I think that's probably for and I'm and I'm in the I'm in the school of thought where that's okay. I think it's okay to be that's more just, respectful to each other. Yeah. But every now and then you gotta throw a three yeah. gallon bucket of ice cream through somebody's windshield. Yeah. That happened. I mean, why else did you just spend forty two dollars on that paintball gun? I mean if you're not gonna go over to Camp Rojo. Yeah. And I forgot whose house it was when I was in high school, but it was some, it was like one of my friends. That was funny too because I always had friends in both camps. Yeah, like I literally whatever. had friends in both camps. Like yeah. I would go over and be crazy. Like, but I was still have friends with the Hamiltons. Like I yeah, still yeah. love the Hamiltons. Yeah. And they they go to Ryder. Yeah, went to. We're all, I'm 32 years old now. Yeah, rivalry, rival, rivalries, Forever. rivalries, and how to let go of them would be a great podcast. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun to do that and then bring people through the years. Yeah. Back in. David Nelson. He'd bring come. him in. He'd do it. You know? Any of the Abusis. Oh, my gosh. Or any of their children. Yeah. You've got 90 people to pick from there. Yeah, that's that right there might be the whole series. There could be an entire podcast about the Abusi family as well. I'd be fine with that. Because, goodness gracious, yeah. what, what a great group of people. I know. And you'd have to go through their accolades, because they're not going to. No, exactly. Yeah, you're going to have to like listen. I'm like, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Like, yeah. You yeah, have to pre-record them before they even came in the room. Like, So you have single-handedly... Uh, sh- uh, tilt shifted this entire city. I'm like, I don't, I don't no, not really. Yeah, no. I haven't done much. I just you know, there's a bunch of players on the field. <laughs> yeah, so like you completely have uh, brought tons of economy into Wichita Falls uh, during and after high school, just because you love this town and you love people. Ah, don't worry, yeah, whatever. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> right place, right time. They're the sweetest people. I know. And then they married, like they joined up with the Maori family. Yeah, which is the other like the sweetest people. Ah, anyway. Yeah. Powerhouse. That's a powerhouse. That's a powerhouse group right there. Yeah. That's a real Capulet Montague. Yeah. <laughs> Except that they didn't hate each other. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> yeah, either way. We, they may. I don't even know about that. We'll get into that in the next run. podcast. Next podcast. False Town Drama. <laughs> <laughs> that might be your segment where you just do False Town Drama and you're not even I would, here. You know, honestly. <laughs> you don't even know what's going on. Let me, seriously, I can write up like fake news stories you about should. what's going on in Wichita Falls. One time I left a, a, a rant on Rants and Raves, Wichita Falls. I did not live here. <laughs> I lived in Austin. But I left a rant about a rave. <laughs> I was like, there's supposed to be a rave at the Atterbury building. I was there with my glow sticks. And everyone was like, what? I didn't hear about this rave. I would have been there. Oh, about a rave. An actual rave. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the music was terrible. <laughs> I was down at the Atterbury building till 9 p.m. And people were like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I get it. Yeah. No one got it, though. I could be your rants and raves guy. Let's do it. For sure. That's what we should do. Okay. You should do local news that you write yeah. and create. Local boy. Local, local boy. Sponsored <laughs> by Local Boys Liquor. I'd be fine with that. Uh, we had. A, I was talking to, if you guys don't know who Brent Lambert is, genius. We're talking to Brent Lambert today about questions you should have to answer to work for local boys liquor <laughs> on whether or not you are an actual local boy. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you now. Like, like if you're in the interview process to work at local boys, one, you check your ID. 
immediately. Yep. And it can't be recently changed. It's got to be your first ID. Yep. Wichita Falls. You got to bring your birth certificate. Okay. General or Bethania. Yep. You got those. That's your only what two you? options. Or born at home. What were you? Uh, Wichita General. Okay. Yeah. How's Bethania? Were you really? I wonder that place went under. Yes. Okay. Then did it go under? Then <laughs> yeah, that's where I was born. Yeah. I don't know if it went under. Um, and then you have to do like free form word association. Be like, all right, I'm going to say some words and then you tell me what comes to mind. And then if you're like, first I'm going to say, I'm going to say old high over, um, family, like get out. Yeah. See you later. A good try. Skip. Also, to, if you need a, if you need a clue, you could say also it's a steakhouse. Right. Right. Skip. And then they're like, to my loo? Like, okay, thanks for coming by. I appreciate it. Just <laughs> <laughs> rip up their application. That should be the application process for local boys liquor. You should prove that you're local. Yeah. All that, and, and for real, um, speaking about disconnected culture, coming back here more and more to Wichita Falls is has been beautiful for me because the town is, become, it's, it doesn't care who I am. The town's just going to be the town. Mm. And the town is always going to be welcoming and friendly. Um, and I'm so proud to talk about this place uh, and come in, and come back and visit. Because I think too many people, and I, and you know it's funny. It's it's just it's just regional. It's just based on where you grew up. You, yeah. You're ready to get out of that place. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've read about people like I just wanted to get out of California. Like that's a, a foreign thought to me. Yeah. That's yeah. when we get like when you want to get out of a place like Wichita Falls, Texas. But man, as I've gotten older, there, and there's still people that are like, like, I can't believe this happened in Wichita Falls. Like, and it's just, I've been so proud to call this place my hometown. Good. Over the past five or six years. Because um, I wanted to get out originally, and I ended up in Abilene, which is just Wichita Falls' twin sister. Yeah. And then I, then I was in Austin, and then it was a fun talking point. And, and, but now it's just one of those things where I'm proud to be good from this town. And I'm proud to come back and support Parkway Grill and a bunch of, that's the only one that comes to mind because it's the only one that I can actually care about. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of, of what this town is becoming and it's like, you, I mean, it's not becoming, but just what what this place means and what this place represents sometimes. Yeah. It, it's cool. It's a good place to be, man. Yeah. It's, a good people, a good group of people have stuck around too. And sure. And come back and stuff. I know, man. Yeah. Some people, and it's cool to see people who weren't locals coming in and turning this into home. Yeah. Being here for a long time. And it's, it's encouraging to see people come back that, yeah. that didn't want to be here. And so, yeah. uh, maybe one day you'll be back. Uh, yeah. Maybe I would, you won't be. I wouldn't count us out. Uh, I wouldn't count us out forever. Yeah. We've talked before about if we were to ever come back to Texas, it would be here. Because it'd probably be with a family, and we'd probably want to raise a family here. Yeah. But I just remembered Laura Burnham has a Facebook. That's my mom. And she has this on a permanent record now of me saying, we'd like to move back here. I think the place we're at now is it. I think we're probably done with big moves. across cool. The town we're in now is, I think we're we're pretty set. Good. But, but you never know. Yeah. So. Well, I didn't mean to. We're not even live anymore. Okay. I'll edit it out of the live video. That's great. <laughs> you guys support the Hotter Than Hell 100 <laughs> this August. It is. That's right. It's still doing it. Still, yeah. Never written it. Um, but, hey, thanks for being here, man. Dude. I appreciate you so much. I love you. Me. I'm encouraged by you. And I think that um, you're an unbelievable creative and human. And your transparency and growth is probably one of my favorite parts about you. Is that you've always 
um, been transparent about, you know, success and failure. And like, even you, you come on here with a, a, a humble, I wasn't going to ask you questions that were going to prod you, but your humility and just kind of sharing where you've been and where you're headed is, uh, I'm thankful for. So thank you. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me on. Um, I, I mean, and, and uh, we got to be transparent. I was too not transparent for too long and bottled some stuff up. So we got to work on, if we're going to do this together, we got to, we got to lay everything out on the table for yeah. sure. So what's the worst that can happen? I don't know, man. Yeah. That's, I mean, if you got a problem with me, you can come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well played. You know what I'm saying? That's, I wish I could give you a remote <laughs> access to the board while we were doing podcasts. Oh boy. We got to go. Yeah, we got to end the podcast. Katie just stopped by. God. Hey, thanks for coming in, Jay. Hey, thanks for having me. We're out. <laughs>